Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double breasted black blazer from a new to me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for, but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Monica Packer, and you're listening to About Progress, where we are about progress made practical. Have you ever found yourself saying, I'm in a rut, only to realize that rut is more because you're actually feeling very overstimulated, overwhelmed, and dysregulated? I used to blame myself for all those feelings, that maybe I didn't have enough motivation or even perseverance, especially when I felt those things around my kids when they were very little and we were around each other 24-7 and the afternoon scaries would swing around and all I would feel is I'm in a rut. Now I know a lot more, including more about the science of how our bodies interact with our feelings and that a lot of times When I was blaming myself for my stuck in a rut feeling, it was simply down to my energy being understandably depleted thanks to the endless stimulation we were all feeling in our tiny home. Today, I am coaching a progressor named Tash on her struggles with the afternoons as a stay-at-home mom of three little girls. At first, she wanted some help on how to get re-motivated via an afternoon routine. But after a bit of talking we realized that Tash actually needed a way to recharge and earlier in the day. This meant she needed time to herself outside of her responsibilities. 
If you've ever heard me share about how vital this time is and regularly, but putting it into action in your real life got a little too complicated. This coaching call is for you. I walk Tash through all the steps you need to figure out when and how to create time for yourself so that you can step away from the I'm in a rut feeling, especially in the afternoons, and arrive to your life as yourself. That's all coming up, but first, a quick break. Isn't it the best when a simple piece of advice can change so much? You know this podcast is all about progress made practical, and guess what? We are celebrating our seventh anniversary coming up in November. To honor both this anniversary and the do something focus this podcast has inspired, we want you to host your own Tricks and Treats Night. I shared a short episode on this, go back to episode 524, but here's a nutshell on how this works. You invite a few friends to your home for some treats, and while you eat them, have each guest share a simple trick that has made a big difference in their life, from parenting to marriage, from personal development to cleaning. It's all about doable, practical ways we found ourselves making more progress. To make this gathering easier for you, you can get a ready for you, but still customizable invitation, an email and text template that you can send to your friends, and even an outline to follow the night of. You can find those free resources at aboutprogress.com slash tricks and treats. You can host this gathering anytime, but to get in on the collective fund, we suggest hosting sometime in October, hence the fun name. And when you do, don't forget to contact me through email or Instagram to share about your favorite tricks from the night. I'm so glad to be celebrating this anniversary in a unique way, community-wide. Again, for all the support you need to host a Tricks and Treats gathering, go to aboutprogress.com slash tricks and treats. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tash, welcome to a coaching call. Thank you. I'm excited. Let's start with a little introduction. Tell us about you. Okay. My name is Tasha. I go by Tash. I live in southeastern Idaho with my husband and our three daughters. We just bought a house this winter, which was happy, very crazy, but also very happy. (laughs) We didn't know what the backyard looked like at all because it was covered in six feet of snow. So it was just very exciting. It's been good. I love to be outdoors. I love to dance. I feel like I'm just right in the craziness of motherhood. My kids are seven, almost five, and almost three. Yeah. So we're right there in that sleepless, 
exciting times. Yeah. <laughs> Live in life and a good life. But yes, it's a complicated life too. Yes. Tell us why you're here today. Why did you want to sign up for a coaching call? I'm in a rut. I think mm. a lot of people feel this way. So I know I'm not alone, but just that lacking motivation or trying to find a routine that works for our family just to push through the troubled times of the day and just to to feel like I'm on top of something at some point throughout my day. And yeah, so you're feeling in a rut emotionally, right? Or is it more yeah. just, okay, circumstantially? Yeah. And those moments where you're just so overstimulated as a mom, overwhelmed, right? Like I need to unload the dishwasher so I can get the sink cleared out. But there's laundry piling up and there's toys that I'm stepping on the floor and the kids are screaming or pounding on the piano or blowing whistles. And I just want to sit down on the couch and not do anything or (laughs) explode, right? Yeah. And just finding the way that you can push through that or I don't know, I guess find the joy in that to do it, to just be like, I can do one, one thing more. I can do one thing. And what the one thing, what the next step is to get through that. Okay. So this is where a rut is tough. And I talked to a lot of women who are struggling with that. And we can go a couple of different directions. One is we can we can go deeper in figuring out like what about our own belief systems or identity are at play here and how can we work on restoring that sense of self to lead the ship. Another direction we can go is working more on the practical side, which actually helps. It's chicken and the egg, mm-hmm. the internal side too. And as you're describing someone who can just get overstimulated, and by the way, when I, when I say someone who can, all of us, all of us, <laughs> That's a real problem, especially with really young children. I am definitely going to raise my hand. It's really easy to get overstimulated. (laughs) But how can I get in a place like within my practical day-to-day life that helps me feel that semblance of I can arrive better to my life? So of those two Mm -hmm. directions, where would you like to head with this? I think that ladder that you were just saying. That's a good way to begin. And honestly, because the deeper stuff does need to come along for the ride, but it can be supported with this. So the deep work can come. So let's start with a real scenario where this is coming up for you when you're feeling like in a rut, maybe overstimulated and you want, and it happens routinely enough that you can identify like it's maybe around this time of day and these kind of things happen that we can then insert some of the practical side to helping you through this better. Okay, I would say... I call it the five o'clock blues. Oh, yeah. I feel like it comes at four o'clock. The day's not quite over. I've got to figure out dinner, but everything's been lived in and undone, if that makes sense. The toys are out. Nobody's cleaned things up. The lunch mess is maybe still out, but I've got to figure out dinner. I'm tired. I'm hungry. The Mm. kids are tired and hungry. And it's just we've got to push through this next hour or hour or two and survive. The kids have used up all their ideas and suddenly I'm like, they think I need to entertain them, but I'm frazzled to get the, uh, the other things done that have to happen. Okay. So for those who are listening, this is like that time where you're feeling like the looming responsibilities, the kind of responsibilities you can't just brush off. 
That's really up to you, I, but I you're at that can't wait or that can't somebody urgent. else can't do them. Okay. Urgent responsibilities that only you can do. And I'm assuming you're a stay-at-home mom. Yes. Okay. So again, like only you can do this right now. You're the one in charge. And it's when your energy is the lowest as well as everyone around you. So with that set up in mind, what happens? What tends to happen for you? Just describe how that feels in your body and also how it manifests on the outside too. I get grumpy, right? I love my children, but I suddenly don't want them near me. I don't want their little, look, mom, look at this, that I do love. But it's, I find myself being like, get away from me, go to a different room. I can't handle that right now. And like, that's not the person I want to be. That's not the mom I want my kids to know. But it comes to that point where I'm just like, I can't deal with, you talking to me and your sister wanting to show me something and dinner burning on the stove or or going through the fridge to find the ingredients for what we're needing for dinner. And so I feel like I just get so tense and grumpy and then my children pick up on that and they either become very clingy and needy or they also get grumpy and then the little fights break out. And so I feel like I can see that the way I'm responding is just like escalating the situation. And so that doesn't help. <laughs> if I could just breathe and take a step back that I know that would help us to get through it. But I tend to just get grumpier. <laughs> and what you're describing to me, and I'm going to say this in a way that I hope gives you a lot of hope. It's not that you're just being grumpy because you're like tapping out as a mom or there's something about you that's just faulty. This is just pure and simple overstimulation. It's dysregulation. It's about your body. There's signs behind this. This isn't about you being a bad mom or not having enough energy or enough patience or perseverance. It's simply your body being overstimulated and dysregulated. And that will happen after a day of you using that same body and the same nervous system to stay regulated and calm and stable enough to show up to everything else that happened during that day, if that makes sense. There's just... yeah. There's only so much you can do. But here's the good news is that can increase over time. Your ability to stay regulated longer or in different points. Or it just needs like a little, it's almost like you need a little recharge. To a jump start. Yeah, to that yeah. regulation, to get back to that place. So weirdly enough, I'm assuming you came here wanting to work on a routine in the afternoon or early evening to help that time. I want you to consider what if it was a little bit before then? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it might even be a lot before then, another time of your day where you can hit that recharge we talked about and give that little piece of regulation to yourself and the calming like mm-hmm. a, a routine that gives you a calming to your nervous system and helps you feel more regulated. Right. Fill up before you're running on empty. Because the thing is, we can do tasks. Is we can give you that afternoon routine and we can come up with that. And that routine actually could be a pretty regulating routine. And maybe it involves you letting go of some things that you think you need to get done. That's That could be a big piece of this is just realizing and recognizing my reserves are out. So my afternoon routine is not about productivity anymore. 
It's about regulation. Okay. Or it's about reconnecting. It's about reconnecting with myself. It's about reconnecting with my children. And by the way, that's another form of retard, right? And that's it. And even if it's in a small way, then I can then go on to my responsibilities and they can go on to their form of responsibilities, which is playing ironically fragile or something like that. Or it can happen earlier in the day. So what's sounding like this is what I want and need right now? I think like you're saying that earlier recharge, right? That fill up before I'm just running on the fumes, the recharge before the meltdowns are happening. (laughs) Yes. And I want to say I experienced this too. Again, like this is not just you, especially if I'm coming from a place of just overstimulation or just the reserves are gone. We all have meltdowns, children and moms alike. Yes. I call it a mommy tantrum. And that's where we get to practice repair a lot. But yes, preemptively, we can work on this. So let's work to first identify a time of day where this can happen a little bit more regularly. It doesn't mean it has to be the exact same time every single day. But in mm-hmm. general, is there a pocket of your day where you're able to detach from the responsibilities, including your children? In safe ways, we can talk about that and work towards this regulation piece of recharging. I feel like after lunch, we do pretty well, probably because we're all fed and food does wonders for us. Yes. I feel like that's a time of day for me when I do feel calm and present, even if in my mind the house is a mess or whatever, that it still is like, oh, we're going to be okay. Like, we should. We're okay right now. So that could be a good time. Mm -hmm. And typically during that time, what kind of things happen? We all sit down and eat lunch together for the most part, right? As much as littles can do that and stay at the table. And so I feel like that's a fun time for us that my littles just chatter to me and tell me fun things or they're coming up with ideas or we're playing an animal guessing game or things like that, that it's just simple. It's just a simple time, but we're all there together and in a way they're contained, right? Because we're trying to stay at the table and to eat. And I guess maybe I would say that we're like, we're all focused on the same thing. Sounds like a really connected thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why it feels more calm is Mm -hmm. because we're not all going different directions. We're all connected and focused on common thing. Okay. And as part of this, after lunchtime is over, do you have a pretty typical routine or is that the thing we can work on? Yeah, that's what we could work on. From there, we don't, it's not like we do something the same every time right after lunch, but it could be. This is so good because I think I've never sat and thought, I wonder what's so great about lunchtime. So this is just so good to talk and to think about those things. I love hearing it. I'm glad for that because if we can pinpoint one part of why that feels so calm is it's regulating to connect to other people. Mm -hmm. And that feels really good. That's good for our bodies. It's good for our minds and it's good for our relationships. But where the rubber meets the road in the later afternoon is when those reserves are low. (laughs) And so right now it seems like that lunchtime is a great way to recharge the connections with your girls. I think what's missing is a recharge to yourself. Okay. And so this is going to look different for each person. I'll just say, for me, it's quiet by myself or some form of being able to do my own thing, even if there's other noise going Mm -hmm. around me. It's not like my children are not allowed to make noise or be in the same Mm -hmm. room as me, but having a a moment to claim as my own, whether that's an interest I'm claiming 
which is why I like making sourdough so much. It's just like my moment claim for me, although they're trying to get in on the action. So I've got to learn how to make that be okay too. But whether it's a moment or like an activity or it's even just stillness and not doing things, how does it sound to you about that being part of the puzzle here that we need to piece together is like reconnection. Yeah, I would say that's definitely missing that I really don't feel like there is a me moment in the day. Okay. Now here's where it gets a little tricky. One, because there are a couple of balls we're juggling here. And one is lunch cleanup and your girls, which is no small responsibility. Sometimes as part of creating a routine, we have to create another routine to support that one. And you might find yourself needing to have a routine for after lunchtime that helps your girls become occupied or do having their own quiet time mm-hmm. or like listening to a book in another room. Or maybe that's the time where you decide to have their screen time for the day, whether it's watching a show or doing the learning app. I don't, whatever, if you don't do those, that's fine too. In their room, listening to music or coloring or something like that might help to support a routine for yourself. What What's that bringing up for you as I mentioned that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> a whole lot of yes. I think that could really help. I think in a way it would like prolong the calm that we're feeling at lunch. And I feel the same way that I sometimes feel like I need a break from them. Like I think they need a break from me, you know, yeah. whether or not they think they, they want it or need it. And that could be a great time. That could be a time to say, this is just your time. And I have one who loves to color and one who loves to just look at books. And so that could be like your time. Go do something for you while mom does something for her. And then and they need a break from each other too, especially where yes. we're just all together all the time. But I think telling myself that's not bad, right? I don't need to yeah. feel guilty about not being there for my kids every second of the day. There, if something was really needed, of course, it's okay to say, you don't need me right now. That could be a very powerful thing, right? That they're learning at such a young age. You need to take care of yourself. You need time for you the same way mom does. And then as you get bigger, you're still going to need that time. Yes. Or when you're a mom, you're going to need that time. And they'll be learning with me how to do that. And that will set them up so much better in the future. Much more after a quick break. When I found out that Vionic was going to be a sponsor of the show, I was beyond thrilled, especially because I had been looking at their shoes for a while. And then when I got my pair, I shared it on Instagram with so much excitement. And I did not expect, but I probably should have, the flood of DMs I got from fellow Vionic enthusiasts. I heard from stay-at-home moms to teachers and other professionals who swore by this brand. And it's because you cannot beat the comfort and the cute and the class that these shoes bring into your life. Vionic shoes come with their exclusive Viomotion technology. They began by revolutionizing medical orthotics, and today they continue to use that science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling energized and confident all day and looking so good, I might add. 
I got the Alfinas. It's a pair of Oxfords with a bit of a thicker sole in platinum back leather, and I have worn them to death. I actually just wore them on a TV segment that I was on. That's how much I love them. And it not only made me feel like myself, it also made me feel comfortable. So I wasn't worrying about my shoes and showing my discomfort while I was on TV. If you're ready to try them out, just know ahead of time, they offer a 30-day guarantee. So you can wear them, love them, or you can return them for a full refund within 30 days. I would totally advise you to use a discount code they gave us. You can use Progress at checkout for 15% off your entire order at www.bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Again, that's Progress at checkout for 15% off. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. So without me trying to give prescriptions, I will say in our family, we've called this quiet time. And actually my big yeah. kids still do it. And they primarily just read in their rooms or play with Legos during that pocket of time. But you can call this whatever you want. Maybe you and your girls can decide together. This is care time or this is, they can each call it their own name. This is Sally's time, whatever, whatever yeah. you want to do. And just establishing that set expectation and desire together, what this time is for and how we're going to create it together in a way that feels good instead of it feeling like a, a banishment to mm-hmm. separate rooms. So that actually might be the place to start is as having that little together time with your girls and getting clear on after lunch, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a special time. What makes you feel like yourself? What, or maybe that's too far past their um, ability to understand, but maybe it's like, what makes you feel calm? Do you love, what kind of activities help you feel good when you're doing it by yourself and having a list of those go-tos? And then walking them through what this looks like. And now here's the pieces to the puzzle that I know I can help you with because this is not a prescription. It's going to be so different for each of your girls, what how they spend their right. quiet time. Yeah. And in turn, how you get to spend your quiet time. And we're going to get to that too in a moment. But to me, what we need is just the routine. So it's funny. Your quiet time might be the same as theirs. There might be some flexibility in there. You might do a different thing each day. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day you just need to lay down on a bed and just be totally quiet. Maybe another day you need to get on Marco Polo and connect with a friend. Maybe another day you want to watch a show or another time you want to dig into an interest or take that online class that you've been interested in. So you can have some flexibility and they can too. But what we want to help you with is creating that routine of after lunch, this is what we do. So that's where I can help you with the habit part to this. Okay, so you alone are going to figure out what do we do during this time and what it looks like for the girls too and yourself and having those options. So after lunch, you said you'd sit down to eat together, which is really Mm -hmm. lovely. I think it's so great that you do that. What's the cleanup look like? Or is there cleanup? Do the dishes just go in the sink, which is totally awesome? Is there, or is there more to it? I'm just trying to get an idea. So when they're done, they put their plate in the sink and that signals to us that they're done. They can get down from the table and that's the norm like they know that right. I'll say right now if they're already done down and playing and they haven't cleaned up their plate I can say oh are you done how will I know that you're done and then that triggers the they put their own plate in the sink oh, and so that's about as far as cleanup goes that's awesome lunch. <laughs> no I'm saying you are well like you're already doing this this is great okay so now we have a really clear already established habit that we can attach the new habit to and this habit is actually 
a routine. So routines are stacks of habits together during a certain time of day. So for you, it's a putting our plates in the sink. It's walking to our separate rooms or wherever there's spaces that they're allowed to go during their time. And it's choosing an activity they want to do and then doing it. And then when the time is done, we might want some kind of signal to denote this is the end of that time, whether it's you calling on the stairs or maybe you have a little bell you can ring or, or something like that to signal the end of the time. And that's the full routine. And for you, it's like whatever you do during your quiet time too. Yeah. So normally starting a whole new routine is, is pretty tough because it's a series of new habits. And if they're all new, that's a lot. So let's make this more doable for you and how, where, how you're going to start and how you're going to build towards ideal. So the ideal we just said, okay, that's the ideal routine. Mm-hmm. Now let's start with what you can do in the beginning. And this will also become your worst of day version of this routine. So what's the simplest way you can all have, I'm just going to call it quiet time right now. You can call it whatever you want when you talk to your girls. What's the simplest version of having just some time, your girls alone, you alone after lunch? What could that look like on your worst of day? Maybe you have appointments to go to or you're not feeling too great. I think... Just even just five minutes alone. That yeah. sounds horrible, doesn't it? Five minutes no. totally alone. <laughs> for you, you know, no problem. Um, and for your girls too, that could work. Yeah, I think the easiest would just be everyone in their own rooms, five minutes. I feel like that could be really doable even on the worst of days. That Awesome. They could figure out something to do for five minutes in their room hopefully, and I could just have a a breather. So what you just shared is how you're going to start this routine with them and yourself. So now we have a clear habit. We're going to connect the new one too. So I call that a when-then pairing. When I, then I. The when is the already established habit of when we place the dishes in the sink, then we will go to our own rooms and spend five minutes for ourselves. Okay. Okay. And then you're going to have another one then pairing. When the five minutes are up, then you can decide what will happen. But I would do something that makes it feel like we did it. Whether you like play like a song on your phone that they all love as a way to signal this is the end of special time, a quiet time. And and now we can come back together and read a book together, like something connecting again or something Mm -hmm. fun. Like we're going to go to a park or we're going to get out of the house and get in the little kiddie pool, having something like that. How does that sound to you? Awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. I want to rewind the day so it can be lunchtime and we'll just do it right now. So this is what you'll do with your girls. You'll chat about your quiet time, what yeah. it's for, what they want it to look like. You'll also create a little list of what are the activities they are allowed to do during this time. So they know it, you know it. And then you walk through that one then pairing that begins that whole minute. Since it's a smaller mm-hmm. routine, I think you're still safe yeah. to start with the routine. But have them pretend this is just practicing. Okay, you're practicing the routine. And this is outside of the setting. This might be after dinner or in the morning or something. Mm-hmm. You say, let's pretend we're sitting down at lunch. Uh-huh. You like model it and you guys are all pretending to eat. And then you're like, now what do we do? We're done eating. And then you just walk through it with them. They literally walk through the routine with you. They put their dishes in the sink. And then they go to their rooms and they're like probably going to be teetering and like laughing a little bit because it's <laughs> make-believe, right? They do their five minutes. You do the song or whatever it is you're going to do to announce the end of quiet time and you come back together and you like jump for joy. 
go through that, practice that with them outside of the normal lunchtime routine so that when it happens, their brains and their bodies remember. Yeah. When I put my dish in the sink, then I go to my room and get to read my very special book or I get to listen to that awesome audiobook that I always love to listen to. I'm like trying to think about this teddy bear one that kids always love that I only get to listen to during that time. And it just feels so special. Or I get to work in that little craft color by number book that I think is so fun. So that's where we start. Ideally, we want this to work up to like how much time do you think ideally? I'm not sure. It can be flexible too, depending on your day. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if there was like something I wanted to get done in that time, that 20 to 30 minutes sounds like bliss. So it it might even just be an experiment as we get it, as we get it going to see, oh, I want this much time or that was a very long time for them or me. Yeah. To allow it to be flexible until we see what's working. Because right now I'm like hours. I want it to be hours long. And with every day, if we can get to the point where it's every day, I'm probably not going to keep feeling that way. I'll be able to say, oh yeah, 15 minutes was great today. And so I think that'll be a a place that I will have to figure it out as we go. And two things with that is one, I want you to have a vision. So you know what you're working towards and what you're building up to. Not that you have to have a 30 minute timer, although you could have a timer. I have a great big kids timer that they love to have because they can see like the countdowns, which is really awesome. They Mm -hmm. use that for piano. So we want that ideal. But also, yeah, we need that built-in flexibility because it will take time for them to learn this routine. And it also might take time for you to figure out what to do with yourself during that time where you are saying no to the responsibilities. Like I am not going to clean that thing up. I'm not going to organize that. I'm not going to answer that email or make that phone call. This is my time too. It's going to be a learning process for all of you. So have that ideal in mind. Let's say 30 minutes, but honestly, your Mm -hmm. ideal could be longer than that, especially as your children get older or they get into this better and they've learned this skill. But we're going to start with that baseline. And that's what I call the worst of day version, where you can start with that five minutes for them and for yourself and gradually learn the skill and get that time to increase. That's called maximizing your baseline is what we'll do there. We're making more of it happen. Yeah. So with this, my next question for you is, do you know what you want to do during that time? Is that something you need help with? Because some women do, I don't know what to do with that time. (laughs) Yeah, I think I may be in the middle. That I feel like I have some things that I'm like, oh, I would really enjoy sitting down and reading a book. Like my own book, right? Not Sam can run. And reading my own book or I play the cello. And I just don't get to play it anymore. And maybe that's my time to sit and play the cello for a minute or that sounds lovely so I think I have a few ideas but nothing like concrete that's actually where I want you to start start with what seems familiar but also enticing so that way it doesn't require so much energy for you to do okay okay and over time you'll be able to be like I can explore more I'm ready to explore what it looks like to do a master class online or I don't know what it is. It's something else that might seem like it's new. So it requires more energy mm-hmm. for you to do. So let's start with yeah, the familiar. For sure. And the also, yeah, this will be 
This will be good for connective, me. Yeah, filling. For me. Mm-hmm. A way for you to yeah fill, re- recharge. Right. And you have my permission to even just let that be laying on the couch. And even if you want to do a five-minute scroll of Instagram, that's allowed, especially <laughs> when it's chosen. That can be a really great break, especially when it's chosen. Yeah. And so not when you're trying to avoid the afternoon In- routine. Intentional, right. Yeah. Intention is the key there. So uh, funnily enough, I feel like we we jumped around, but I also think we made sense of, of where we're headed with this. I feel like we really did. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to take away from this conversation that we've had? I loved the when-then pairing, which I've heard you talk about so many times, right? But different when you're putting yourself into it or mm. when you're putting it right into your life and seeing that we already have a few habits we're pretty consistent with and using those for our when-then pairing, right? And I loved when you said that a routine is just a stack of habits. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it that way before. This routine kind of sometimes seems like you need a magic wand to make it happen kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But when you said it that way, I was like, oh, wow, that's going to be doable. We can stack one more little thing onto this to help us help us find the routine or the, the pace or I don't know, whatever you want to call it, to to get through the day, to not just feel like we're getting through, but to live the day and to find that thing or things or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that can fill me, that can recharge me so that I can show up as a better mom. When if that means taking 30 minutes to myself so I can show up the rest of the day, I think that's such a better way. That's so much more effective than being half the mom I want to be for the whole day. And that's part of what I hope you can teach your daughters, both through modeling, but also transparently, like just say, we all need our own time to reset. You can even get out a battery and make an object lesson out of it if you want, like how some, your phone battery, your phone needs to be recharged or maybe a a toy they like to play with needs to be recharged. I need that. And I think you need that. And having that deeper why behind it will be instrumental for the times where after one minute they come back to you and say mom I'm bored or mom I need you and and that's when you need to be really firm for at least those first five minutes as you're getting them to learn the skill is it's my time and it's your time and this is what we do and having rewards built in place make it feel really good innately with what they're doing you're doing and also when they do it well make it all feel really good so with that all being said two quick things I want to take note of and not talk an hour on even though I totally could one (laughs) Expect this to not go well. Yeah. It will take time to learn. So don't lose hope either in yourself and in your girls. They are capable and you are capable of doing this. It just might take some time and you'll get there actually sooner than you think, especially if you start with that baseline and you practice together and together you come up with these things. Yeah. The second thing is even if you've done a good job and it's working and you're up to your ideal of a half an hour a day, you still might have afternoons where your energy's gone. Okay. Right. And your regulation's gone too. That's when you can step in with another one then pairing. And it can be as simple as when I feel dysregulated, like when I feel snappy, when I feel like that mom tantrum's coming up, then, mm-hmm. and you can insert a regulating small habit to help you in the moment. Sometimes it doesn't have to be routine. It can just be in the moment. This is what I do. For me, it's always the deep breath. I forget this. Mm-hmm. 
But most often, (laughs) this is what helps me is when I'm feeling overstimulated, then I'll take a deep breath. And that allows me the time and space to be able to insert more choice instead of reacting. Even if that choice is children, I need time to myself. I need to and walk I'm away from going you. to this room. Right. Which we all experience. So I hope I can say those two things. So that way you don't feel defeated when either of those happen. And sometimes in the same Yeah. Way. Thank you. Yeah. You got this. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Okay. That was awesome. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants you need to grow. I'll now share the progress pointers from this episode. These are the notes I took so you don't have to, and those on my newsletter get them in a graphic form each week. You can sign up at aboutprogress.com newsletter. Number one, regular time away from your responsibilities is vital to being yourself for your loved ones. Start by identifying a routine time of day that you could realistically fit in this time. Number two, Then isolate a habit or a routine that is already happening during this time. Create a when-then pairing where you attach a new habit or a routine to an already existing one. Number three, for this new routine, cast a vision of your ideal, then create a baseline version of it. This is what you can do on your worst of day. Number four, this baseline is where you start with your new when-then pairing. It's also what you can come back to whenever you need to play the long game. And number five, When installing a new habit, remember that it's okay if it doesn't go well right away or 100% of the time. Get curious and tweak what is needed, but don't let all lead to more of nothing. I tried to make those progress pointers both specific and, I don't know, general enough for you to apply it to whatever way you're trying to fit in more of your own time. And whether you're a stay-at-home mom, maybe you're a working professional outside the home, maybe you don't have kids in the home, regardless, know that you need this time outside of your responsibilities. And I hope you can follow Tasha's lead and create that time for yourself. Before we go, I want to strongly encourage you to host your own tricks and treats gathering. I did that myself this past weekend. I did it a lot more simple than I would have even thought I needed to. And it was lovely. So even if you're an introvert like me, I would beg you to do this for yourself. It's going to make such a difference for you and your life and your friendships too. You can get your free party packet at aboutprogress.com slash tricks and treats. Thank you so much for listening. Now go and do something with what you learned today. And it's not just, they're not unable to, you can't just, let me say this again. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.